News time on KCIM with News Director Nathan Cones. Thank you very much, John, and good morning, everyone. The Carroll County Board of Supervisors has selected District 4 Supervisor Stephanie Hausman to serve as the board chair for the third consecutive year. Hausman says she's grateful to her fellow supervisors and the county's constituents for another opportunity to lead the board. She says her goals for the county have not changed significantly since she first took office in 2018. I'd like to keep taxes low, but keep our community safe, still provide services. I want people to want to live here. I want people to move their families here. I love Carroll County, obviously living here. I think we're very blessed, but we have to keep cognizant. We have to be willing to look at what the future holds, what we can do, and keeping taxes low, but still providing a good service is key. Another big item on the docket for the coming year is the completion of the approximately $4.5 million Carroll Courthouse HVAC improvements and interior renovation project. That's been a huge undertaking, and I want to thank Carroll County residents for working with us through this change. Hopefully we'll be back open on that main level within the next four or five months. But the project has gone very well. We've been very fortunate, especially when you're going into an existing building. Sometimes you don't know what you're going to find. Batings have been phenomenal, and so has SCH. We've worked through a couple issues that could have been larger ones, and the supervisors have been very cognizant of the money that's being spent. Houseman adds it is difficult to predict what challenges might face the county in the year ahead, but one thing she knows will be an issue for many Iowa counties is a new state regulation limiting annual growth and municipal budgets. She says Carroll County is well positioned financially, but it could be an issue in the year ahead. And we can thank past boards, too, and past supervisors for paving a pretty good, sustainable future for Carroll County. I don't think we're going to have a lot of issues, but I do know that fellow county supervisors are running into a huge problem of that cap. And does it make it easy? No, for a lot of counties. But Carroll County, we are sitting well. We still have growth, and we're able to maintain and stay within reason of what that new state legislation brought out. The law Houseman mentioned was approved during the 2023 Iowa legislative legislative session and takes effect in fiscal year 2025, which begins July 1st. It forces counties and cities to substantially reduce proposed levies if assessments increase too quickly. Houseman's term as board chair expires December 31st, 2024. A federal district court has uh, temporarily blocked the implementation of an Iowa law, SF-496, that restricts education about gender identity and sexuality for elementary students and requires schools to remove sexually explicit materials from their libraries. A judge issued the injunction late on Friday, indicating the law likely violates First Amendment protections and was too broad. Governor Kim Reynolds, who advocated for the law during last year's session, issued a written statement in response to the court's ruling. She says, I'm extremely disappointed in Friday's ruling. Instruction on gender identity and sexual orientation has no place in kindergarten through sixth grade classrooms. And there should be no question that books containing sexually explicit content, as clearly defined in Iowa law, do not belong in a school library for children. The fact that we're even arguing these issues is ridiculous. The real debate should be about why society is so intent on over-sexualizing our young children. It's wrong, and I'll continue to do my part to protect their innocence. And again, that was a quote from Governor Reynolds. She and Iowa Attorney General Brenna Byrd both signaled their intent to continue pushing for the bill's full implementation. Lambda Legal, the American Civil Liberties Union of Iowa, and Jenner and Block LLP filed the lawsuit on behalf of Iowa safe schools and LGBTQ plus students. While the plaintiff's request for an injunction has been approved, the court has yet to issue a final ruling on the constitutionality of the law. 
After nearly 40 years in the business and Audubon Catering Services hanging up the apron officially for retirement, Jan Hilsebeck, owner of Jan's Catering, announced her official retirement and the selling of her business last week. Hilsebeck says after feeding thousands upon thousands of people at events over the years, like Pheasants Forever Banquets and the Aspen Wall Customer Appreciation event through the co-op there, she said it was officially time to retire. We decided we weren't going to be doing the weddings, the heavier parties, except for just a few that we've done repeatedly every year. But the reason, I think, was that Ashley came along and she was interested in purchasing the building and the business. So we proceeded from there. You know, that kind of gave us that little extra push to get it done. Over the years, Hilsebeck says many great memories were made and she'll cherish the business received from customers as well as appreciates her staff for all their help. Well, I guess overall it's been just all of the people that we've met and worked for that always have been tremendous. You know, some of them we've done different events, you know, weddings, reunions, baptisms. So it's repeated business, and they've almost become like family. So those are the biggest memories, you know, and we've had some fun times going to places that we didn't quite know what we were getting ourselves into. But, you know, we had a good working crew, and they were always fun to work with. Hilsebeck is officially signing the business over to Ashley and Chris Obermeyer, who will start their own catering business on January 15th. Hilsebeck plans on helping the new owners get started in the community by assisting as a guide to ease the transition. She says she cannot thank the community and everyone involved with the business over the years, and she gives the Obermeyers positive wishes. Well, of course, we want to thank all of our past customers and our staff who have stuck with us for a lot of years and been very helpful. And then to Ashley, we just wish them the best in their new endeavor. Hopefully they can carry on some of our traditions, but I know she's got some new ideas and she will be able to take the business in the direction she would like to take it. More updates will become available on Jan's Catering Facebook page as the ownership transition uh, proceeds. But that is going to be wrapping up your KCIM 7 o'clock news. I'm Nathan Cohns reporting. Yeah, that's a lot going on right now. There's a lot of transition going on in businesses, and sometimes it goes smoothly, and sometimes it does not. Yeah, the, one of the more interesting things, and we've talked about it uh, several times with Lisa in Carroll County with Kimberly Tiefenthaler and staff mm-hmm. at this chamber and CCGP, uh, the, the drive to be a business owner uh, seems like it's lessening as we get further down the generations, right? You start, I would say, probably post-World War II. Uh, a lot of folks ran their own businesses, did their own things along those. And that that proportion of the population that runs and owns their own business has pro- increasingly decreased. So uh, it's a challenge for folks looking to retire to yeah. find someone to buy their place. And that's why we always talk about like Hub 712. And that's one of the things that they do right there is business succession and things like that. And yeah, so uh, we've had many of those stories in the past. That one happened to find a, 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 a buyer for the business. So they have to continue it on. Yeah, I have another interesting on that same vein, uh, Charlie Nixon with the, the Coon Rapids Enterprise yeah. uh, that was without a buyer for a long time. And fortunately, a company came in at the end and, and kept that, that paper running, but it was down to the wire. Uh, I mean, he had written an announcement like the week before they had final, finalized the deal mm-hmm. that they were going to shutter. So I'm uh, glad to see that paper running. Uh, we yeah, joke, that's big for the town of Coon Rapids. Absolutely. We, we joke about it all the time. It's like, ah, oh, they're, you know, they're competition in a way, but when you, when you work in media, A, competition drives excellence. Absolutely does. Uh, and then yeah. two, uh, they're so, those media outlets are so important for our small communities. They are. And three, I just say it's, we, we are in small communities. So we, you know, it, you don't, there's, there's not enough room to not like each other, to not, not get along. You know, it's just it's ridiculous for some people to take competition to that level where you have to dislike the person or people or whatever it is. So, yeah, we just we don't play that game here.
So yeah, try not to. I mean, no. as long as we're all being fair and not bashing each other. Yeah, but absolutely. All right. Thanks, Nathan, for the news update. Once again, find all that news available on our website and mobile app anytime, free of charge. And next hour, of course, Brian Best uh, announced he's not going to be running once again for his state representative seat. So this is his final go around in the legislature. We'll talk to him next hour right here on KCIM.